Hi there. Welcome to Sound Healing Radio. I'm David Gibson. And today's show is on nature. We're going to be talking about uh, really just communing with nature and communing with animals and really uh, animal communication will be one of our themes, but we're going to talk about a lot of aspects about nature and play some videos of nature and sound. Our intention is that we may reconnect to nature and really tune into its flow systems that we are a part of. We are made of nature, so we are completely apart, status separate. Before we get started, though, let me tell you about some things happening here at the Institute. We've got our uh, uh, two-day sound healing workshop coming up on Saturday, September 23rd that I'm going to be leading. It's from 10 to 9.30 on Saturday and uh, Sunday, the 24th, 10 to 5. It's all about how sound works physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We're going to do uh, uh, a lot of meditations. We're going to work on each other with sound. I'm going to teach you how to do voice healing, how sound works uh, at all different levels of reality. And um, it's really... A very cool class. We've done it at Mount Shasta many times. You can sign up by emailing me at sound, David at soundhealingcenter.com or calling me at 415 777 2486. You can find more info here at soundhealingcenter.com slash events. We also have our next open house October 15th. It's all about how sound works physically, mentally, emotionally. You get to go on sound tables. It's one to five. So uh, I hope you can make that. Our next semester is starting here September 5th, which is this Tuesday at the Institute in Sausalito. And that's three and a half months at in person and then six months online. And it's uh, all about uh, how sound works, but it's really about becoming a sound practitioner. Uh, we are a vocational school, so we have to place 70% of our students. So uh, we're a state-approved college as well. So um, we actually teach very specific skills and techniques on how to actually open up your own practice or work in the industry, in the field. Uh, half of the program is online. So uh, that starts just a couple weeks after the September 5th. Uh, if you can't start September 5th and you want to come here, you could still start the online portion at any time. We have the whole program online starting September 5th or every two weeks. Uh, it's ongoing enrollment. You just continue until it repeats. And so you can do that whole program. It works really well online. And um, it's uh, um, uh, we've got a lot of people in the program, actually had a couple of thousand that have gone through the program. So uh, if you're interested in that, you can check it out at globesoundhealing.com or soundhealingcollege.com and, uh, or email me. Uh, we also have a recording program completely separate than the Sound Healing program. That's starting September 12th. It's how to, how to do recording, mixing, and producing. I wrote, besides the number one selling book in Sound Healing, the Complete Guide to Sound Healing. I also wrote the number one book in audio recording. And that's uh, The Art of Mixing and also The Art of Producing. 
It's the main book used in, in colleges around the world. It was sold over 100,000 copies over the last 20 years. And uh, so that's online, 12 to 2 p.m. on Tuesdays every week starting September 12th. And then you have to do about eight hours of lab time. And um, you will learn how to record, mix, and produce in the class for sure. It's really effective. We go over binaural beats as well, how to create them, and uh, frequencies and EQ based on chakras, and totally use my visual system with bubbles uh, that show different structures of mixes to be able to understand different types, uh, types of mixes. Um, we also have the voice analysis class, which is the training for using the software on October 14th. You have to buy it by October 3rd to join. And that's a software that you talk into the mic and it tells you precisely what notes are missing and what those missing notes correspond to as far as physical and emotional issues. And then you get in, if you buy the software, you get uh, a dozen CDs that you can send out to your clients that are for the notes that are missing and then listen and tone along with it. You can also get a treatment uh, to check it out uh, for $85. You can find that also at voiceanalysisharmony.com. We also have our brain assessment software kit, which is really just uh, 12 uh, little snippets of rhythms and notes uh, in each of the 12 notes. And what you do is you play those 12 notes and see which one makes the person the most peaceful, calm, and still. Normally they know, so you don't even really have to do anything. And then we give you 48 CDs. CDs and Delta for sleep, Theta for creativity, Alpha for learning, and Beta for overcoming ADHD in all 12 keys, so 12 times 4, Delta, Theta, Alpha, and Beta, 48 CDs you can hand out to your clients. It's very cool practice to add to your practice. Also, we put people on the sound table here, which you can do as well. Uh, you'll find all that info at yourhomenote.com. You can also book a treatment to check it out yourself. It's really effective for, for ADHD, for sleep, for depression, anxiety, especially effective for autism, dementia, and traumatic brain injuries. We also have the Medical Sound Association that you can check out. Uh, let's see, let me show it to you here. So the Medical Sound Association, what's cool about it is if you click on Integrative Sound, we've got over... 30 treatment plans that have been created by 800 doctors and sound therapists for the uh, deta with the details of the issue medically, how we approach the issue with conceptual framework, safety guidelines, intake questions, and sound treatment. So we got it for grief, anxiety, depression, trauma, dementia, addiction, pain, autism, cancer, anger, sleep, schizophrenia, thyroid, traumatic brain injuries, adrenals, blood clots, heart conditions, digestion, suicide, and end of life. Really detailed 30-page treatment plans for each one. Really cool resource to check out. 
We also have our Sound Education Association at soundeducationassociation.com where we've got over 500 exercises for each age group, uh, three months to 18 years for kids. And they're really uh, effective as well. Um, Let's see, back to here. If you go to Sound Healing Center, you can find all the info about our school and our three different certificate programs. We have an advanced certificate program that's starting uh, October 2nd as well. And then we've also got the Sound Healing Store uh, with over 400 products. We've got crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls. We've got tuning forks, uh, over 100 CDs, videos. I'm going to play one of the videos in in the show today. And then we've also got... uh, a full range of technologies, sound lounges, sound tables, vibrate you into bliss, overcome a lot of uh, issues, especially good for sleep and, and anxiety. And then we've got uh, sound pillows, sound dolphins, sound belts, all types of vibroacoustic devices. Then we have our sound therapy center with a full range of treatments that you can check out and the Research Foundation where we have over a hundred clinical or over a thousand clinical papers and student papers. You can find everything here at soundhealingcenter.com. We've also got our Sound Treatment Center online that we're about to launch. If you want to be a practitioner, you can register now as a practitioner and we'll do training on how to, to mic everything and you can charge whatever you want. We take a percentage, of course. And then if you want to get treatments, we're not quite ready to go, but in about two weeks, we should be ready if you want to get a treatment. That's soundtreatmentcenter.com. Last thing here I want to mention is we've got a sale going on through uh, this Monday. We call it the Play Day weekend sale instead of Labor Day weekend sale. So all the sound chambers, sound lounges, sound tables, and all uh, Miracle IQ and Alchemy Bowls are 15% off. Everything else is 10% off. CDs and, and downloads are 25% off. So we got all kinds of alchemy bowls. We've got frosted bowls. We've also got rav drums and sound chambers. We've got sound chambers. We're selling a sound chamber that you can meditate in. It's about, uh, starts around 30,000. And it's the King's Chamber uh, dimensions with the, uh, dodecahedron and an octahedron around that. So we've got all types of instruments and technologies on sale right now. You want to check it out at soundoflove.com. Okay. okay. That's all we have happening. So, you know, within nature, there's really three types of sounds. <laughs> there's the natural sounds of nature, which are mostly white noise, which is the um, ocean sounds, wind sounds, water and rain sounds, uh, uh, river sounds, you know, mostly white noise where uh, it's of water and wind. Those are the main sounds. I mean, have a few from the earth when we got... Um, Earthquakes, or or uh, or when we've got uh, when you got like a, um, a volcano, right? 
or there's lightning but and thunder, but that's not very often. It's mostly white noise. And then we've got all the animal sounds, which I bet are doing very specific things to us. And we'll talk about that in a bit. But then the main sound we have on this planet is human sounds. And that's the sounds we make, but more all of the technologies that are out there. And that's really almost overwhelming all of the other nature sounds these days. Those are the main sounds we hear on the planet is cars driving by, especially probably number one cars driving by. And then we hear uh, other sounds like airplanes and, and, and especially loud sounds like motorcycles and such, or, you know, other uh, equipment sounds that are, can be really annoying. So those are the main sounds. Now, the interesting thing about the white noise sounds is white noise of the ocean and streams and rivers and stuff, especially waterfalls, are sounds that are incomplete waveforms. They're little pieces of waveforms. And what they found is these incomplete sounds actually break up repeating frequencies in your brain or in your emotions or in your system. We comment, people commonly use white noise generators to, to go to sleep because it breaks up those repeating thoughts. You know, can't believe what they did, can't believe what they did, can't believe what they did, right? So most nature sounds of white noise are there to break up stuck emotions and even trauma because trauma is a repeating loop as well. You can actually see it with EEG in the brain. So I want to play a little bit of uh, ocean sound. This is a really cool ocean sound because this sound was recorded out in the ocean where a couple of sets of waves were come together with a binaural head, which is a 3D recording device. So it's, it's really a very cool. If you have headphones, go ahead and put them on because it sounds even better there. So check out this ocean sound. And that all day long. Oh my God, it's so sweet, huh? You know, then we've got the different animals. 
Um, first, I want to tell you the story about when I first moved in here. I, I live here uh, out at Point Bonita, uh, out at the lighthouse and see San Francisco in the distance there and the Golden Gate Bridge. And when I first moved in here, there were uh, the movers were late. And I'm out in the backyard, which is beautiful, overlooking this view, right? And I'm on my cell phone going, where the hell are you? God damn it. Where are you? Right? And then I turn around, and 10 feet from me is a baby deer. And this baby deer goes, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm like, whoa, I didn't know deer make sound like that. Right, and I'm on the phone still. I'm like upset, and I'm like, "Where, where are you? When are you going to be here?" Right, and I'm thinking the deer will go running off. Right, and so I turn around. He comes walking up five feet from me and goes, "I just lost it." Oh my god! I thought, okay, I'm out here in nature. I can't get upset anymore. Oh my god, it's incredible. And now, whenever there are deer, there's often a dozen deer in the yard. Whenever they're there, I'll do that sound which is almost like an owl, right? And they don't run. They totally look up and then they just go continue grazing, right? So if you ever come across deer, try that sound. It's very cool. We also have an owl, actually a couple of owls that hang out here. We had an agave tree right in front of the house and the owl would hang out and it would do healings on us. Once I was having a, uh, uh, and I was in the the fire over a uh, relationship. I was really kind of stressed out, and the owl lands on my windowsill in the middle of the night and goes, ooh, ooh. and immediately I felt the all the emotions just completely uh, were gone. It just completely cleared out all the emotions from this relationship. The animals are here to heal us. Oh, my God. There's so many cool books on animal medicine. Then there's the dolphins. Oh, my God. We have dolphins. I'm, I found that if I tone to the dolphins, they'll turn around and come to shore and actually start doing jumps, right? Especially if you do overtone singing. Right? It's very cool. I've had that happen many times. Of course, you know, swimming with the dolphins is really cool. And I, when I was swimming with the dolphins in in uh, in Hawaii, I was doing the sound underwater. I couldn't do overtone singing when I was swimming out in the ocean. So I was doing like, eh, 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 and then I just started singing a song. And they, they just totally surrounded me. And I could reach out and grab them, right, the babies and stuff. And then, then uh, – it was like my heart was blown open. So they really wanted to hang out with me. So for an hour and a half, every time they would come up for air, they would completely surround me. It was like amazing, really amazing. I, it's really the communication is amazing. I was told that when the whales show up, I may, maybe mentioned there was a baby whale right in front of my house uh, last year, and I started toning to him. He started doing jumps for me, right? And I was told that the whales totally tune into you psychically. So if you ever see whales, you, you can just tune into them psychically. They like sounds as well. Last week, or last time I played a uh, video of the whales, it was very cool. Uh, so there's a lot of communication that goes on with with uh, the actual uh, animals. And I want to play a video that's really cool. One of my students played it in the class. 
of a uh, animal uh, intuitive. And if you haven't seen this, this is a really cool video. This is uh, about a leopard. Okay, so check this out. The Leopard Diablo. Oh, maybe I'm not sharing my, my screen again. Let me share my screen. Okay. Okay, that will help. Okay, now check it out. This black leopard, called Diablo, had been rescued from a European zoo where he'd been abused. That experience had made him suspicious and vicious. All he did was sit in his night shelter and snarl at anyone who came close to him. Six months in, and Yerk was at a loss as to how to deal with this cat. That whole atmosphere there, there was a vibe of aggression and of, um, I hate you and I will kill you. And, you know, the one encounter I had with him, um, he sent me to hospital one bite, one week. Here, I thought, was the perfect case. If Anna could get this animal to change his behavior and become well-adjusted, then I would have no choice but to acknowledge that she was in dialogue with animals. It took me some time, however, to convince Yerk to bring in Anna. He's a dangerous cat. He's very, very dangerous. Um, he's towards me and towards everybody else. In my opinion, the chances of an animal communicator changing that, um, it'll take a lot to convince me. Um, I honestly do not believe that an animal can talk to a human or communicate with a human. Um, I've had animals my whole life. Um, we give them commands, we give them instructions, and they do it as we habituate them, basically. Um, but I, I'm very skeptical to think that an animal like Diablo will communicate or can communicate with humans. Um, I am desperate, however. I do not want to lose him. I made sure that Anna had no information on Diablo or his history before she came to speak to the Black Leopard. I was nervous to see what would happen as this animal never let anyone near his night shelter without a lot of snarling and growling. But the minute he saw Anna, he calmed down and let her kneel right outside and look at him. This beautiful black leopard that you've asked us to communicate with. It's very overawed by his new surroundings, having come from a very uh, cramped and stressful place for him. That this place has been provided for him, but he's been quite conditioned by a very unfortunate past. Um, he doesn't want much to do with humans as a result. 
He's immensely powerful, and I mean not just physically, which you well know and respect, but he's immensely powerful with uh, a wisdom and an energetic presence and personality that is far bigger than anyone has ever appreciated about him before. And he commands a certain amount of respect for that. Again, not in a needy way, but really just out of, by virtue of who he is as a being. There's a very particular thing about his name, uh, Diablo. He wants that name changed because he doesn't like the associations with it, the blackness, the darkness, the diabolical. And when asking him about his past before coming here, he shows concern for two young cubs that were next to him. He's asking what happened to them with a great sense of, of care and concern. We actually forgot about that. When we went to fetch him, there was so much excitement about bringing him back here. Um, it actually slipped my mind until she said, um, he asked about the two cubs. And then we've remembered there were two little young leopard cubs next door to him that came from Rustenburg and they were sort of semi-wild, they weren't hand-reared and it just slipped my mind and when they talked about it I couldn't believe, I, I actually did believe it, I mean then I really believed that they were communicating. And when she communicated with him and when we spoke to her and she relayed all the information back to us, firstly I didn't believe her, you know, what's, uh, you know, it's things that anybody can think out and you can think, you know, and then she said something about the cubs that was with him, that were with him. Um, and that changed this whole thing because now all of a sudden, you know, that's something that she didn't know about. And I've also reassured him that you have no demands of him here, that you're quite happy to um, not make any physical demands of him or any expectations for display or interaction, that you're really willing to let him be how he wants to be. And that's given him an enormous sense of relief. Yeah. And having told him that, it's for the first time made him actually, uh, actually genuinely interested in now exploring a bit further. Now that he feels that he's not being asked to come out more, he's genuinely interested in being relaxed enough to have a natural curiosity come out and to actually expand his horizons a bit. was just stunned when the black leopard walked out of his night shelter into the larger enclosure later in the afternoon. In the six months that the cat had been here, Yerh had never seen him out of the night shelter. He then decided to rename the leopard Spirit. We told him that same afternoon that we're not going to call him Diablo anymore. Um, and we understand and we agree with that the diabolical side of it. That's not what he is to us. Um, and we'd like to change his name to Spirit. As I walked to him, I thought, listen, he asked about the two young leopards. And I thought, well, I'm here now. There's nobody else here. I'm not going to look like a fool if something, if I, if he ignores me. Um, I'll tell him what, what happened to those leopards. And I told, and as I called him and I said, Spirit, and he was looking at me, he was lying like that. I said, with regard to the two little leopards, I just want to assure you and I want to tell you that they're safe. And I couldn't help it. I just said to him, wow, you're beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, that's moy. That's moy. And he gave me that. And I thought, what's happening here? And I said to him, 
You understand what I'm telling you if I say to you that you're the most stunning cat? Oh. And I spoke to him and he answered me about 19 times and he just sat there and he was totally relaxed. Um, it's the first time, it's the first time since we had him that I felt at ease with him. I felt that he was relaxed and he understood me. It was, to say that I don't know what it feels like for him. For me, it was the most amazing moment. Later that afternoon, Anna came back to check up on Spirit and to see how he was doing. Cool. You can watch more of it. It's very cool. I want to play a nature video that I did uh, called De-Stress. And uh, it's the first 30 minutes. And it's uh, one I put together. Um, and the song I used is Unconditional Love. You know, I was out in nature uh, on the edge of a cliff like at midnight a long time ago. And, and I was thinking, you know, nature is just love. It's just loving us. And so it seemed perfectly appropriate to have my song Unconditional Love as the background for this nature video. Right. You can also get this video uh, uh, from us. We've got a regular version. We've got an HD version as well, if you still have an HD player. Or you can actually download it um, one day. <laughs> I don't have it set up, but we can get it set up. So uh, this is De-Stress, and it's nature visuals, uh, uh, time-lapse, and uh, just really beautiful nature with the song Unconditional Love in the background. Enjoy.
Thanks for listening. May we all reconnect to nature that we're a part of. Take care.